Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. Hey there, and welcome to another episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. My name is Hannah Morth. And I'm Elizabeth Modine. And today we are coming to you with another Dear Enlightened One Ascension Energy Update, where we are going to share four energy points that we have been seeing within the collective. So let's get started. Number one is soul memory recall. And this is coming directly from source as a message to lightworkers on this planet that everything is going exactly according to plan. And this has surfaced in my personal life in kind of some goofy ways because over the past week or so, I have noticed myself really being drawn to childhood memories that I thought that I had either lost as an adult or simply didn't recall at all. And they've kind of come out of the blue. And they didn't necessarily tie in with any message that I was receiving at the time. They would just kind of filter on through and suddenly I would be seeing myself through the eyes of my four-year-old self, five-year-old self. It ping-ponged all the way up into my teen years when I was going through like my first spiritual experiences as a young seer or a young spiritual person on this planet and kind of just went back and forth through these different experiences that really didn't have any kind of tie other than they were childhood experiences. And I was speaking to Spirit about this this morning and kind of questioning this process and wondering where this was coming from because I've also seen it among the spiritual community that there has been a common theme surfacing of revisiting, whether it be just childhood memories, childhood traumas, different situations or experiences that people went through as they came into adulthood have really been coming up quite a bit. And I was sitting with my team and I was questioning this and I'm like, what is, you know, the deeper reasoning behind this? And what I received was that so often when we are going through life's big conjunctions, we become reminiscent. There is a need to pause and to kind of take stock of the experiences and the different life experiences that have led you up until this point. And so many of these things we log away in our brains and we forget about. You know, I look back at my life and I think about how as children, it was so important for us to think about the last day of school. And that that was something that we really invested a lot of time into. And we used to sit, you know, in our little classrooms. And I, I shouldn't speak for you, my friend, watching this. However, Hannah, I know that I can speak for you in this. <laughs> that we would sit there, you know, in our little childhood state. And we would count down the months and the weeks to this expected date. And it's kind of funny that my spirit team is stitching this in here because that is quite reminiscent Um, and it ties in perfectly with what we are speaking about with the new earth. There are so many changes, my friends, that we are seeing literally stitched into the fabric of our reality. 
And there is a lot going on. You don't need me to tell you that, you know, the, the world is kind of turning on its side and the contents are spilling out. And now we are going to have the opportunity to rebuild the earth in the way that she deserves to be rebuilt. Externally right now, things are intense. They're crazy. You can look around on a social platform and there are people that are losing their damn minds. And this is happening all over the place because there's an awareness that we have come to a time where it is most assuredly about to change everything that we have known up until this point. And I do think about that example that Spirit just shared about being the child and being in the classroom and doing everything that you know that you're supposed to be doing. As lightworkers, we are no strangers to responsibility. We understand that we have a very big responsibility here. And I'm willing to bet that you, as a starseed yourself, do your very best at getting all of those boxes checked off while trying to maintain a human experience, this is no easy task. And while we did sign up for this journey, it can present us with some intense times, yeah. some intense times, and it's not always easy to navigate. But you try, you show up to this experience and you give your best. Once again, I don't have to know you personally to know that this is most likely something that you do as well, because as star seeds, we naturally do we try to get all of those check marks checked off. And what spirit is coming forth to share right now through the childhood recollection and through being pulled to these different experiences where you're being asked to really just sit and think on something, whether it be a memory or an experience that you're even living out right now that ties into an experience that you had. These experiences can be pretty wild sometimes. And I think that when these downloads are coming in, it can feel like maybe that it's just something that you should write off. But this is happening for a reason. It's happening because we are having a chance to really take stock of where we have been, where we've come from, where we've come from, what we have come through, this experience that life has presented us with is incredibly challenging and amazing and beautiful. And it's about to get real. Things are about to completely shift. And on subconscious levels, we all know this. And as light workers and as star seeds, we are getting these messages from a higher source in the way of comfort to say, it is changing you're right. You are at a conjunction. Let's think about how many things that you went through to get you to this point, because it's important to take stock. And while we wait, and while we continue to do all of the human things that we know we need to do until we get to that tipping point of the new earth, whenever that may be, it is good to, in the meantime, to take pause and to look back and to take stock at what you've come through because this experience as being a human, it's about to change. And while that is incredibly exciting and can trigger up and force a lot of different emotions to the surface, 
it's also a beautiful realization when you're able to really stop and look back and see how far you've come. Because we don't do that very often. And we're getting the opportunity to do that now. And so know that if you are receiving these memories from early childhood, or if these pieces of the puzzle of your own divine puzzle are coming together in ways that are surprising you and that are making you kind of stop and think, oh, wow, I hadn't thought about that for a while. Know that there may not be necessarily a super deep psychological reason that it's coming up. It could just be coming up for your evaluation and for you to recognize that we are at a conjunction. And this is an exciting time and our spirit teams are doing whatever they can to get that message across to us. And number two is about the rise of the divine feminine. So this is something that both Beth and I have been talking about for a while. We have probably mentioned it in several of our recent updates, but basically what's happening is that throughout time, throughout the history of earth, man has, or like the masculine has ruled over the feminine and they've always been, you know, it's the patriarchy, right? So they've always been higher than, than the women within society. And that is starting to balance out now. So the, the rise of the divine feminine is now really becoming a, a thing. And you're probably starting to realize it within the women that you see around you and that you have within your life. So women are starting to step into their power and they're starting to say, this is who I am. This is my truth. And I am so ready to share it. And then on the other side of the coin, we have the, the, the masculine, like the toxic masculine that has been ruling us for so long. Basically, their egos are starting to burn. And I don't know about you, but I have been seeing this over and over again within uh, some of the men within my life with con complete strangers that I've noticed. Yesterday, I was driving on the highway and I had this situation with a gentleman who was in the left-hand lane, so the, the fast lane, and I was right behind him, um, and I was using my cruise control, so I was going like, I don't know, like 73 in a 70, uh, passing a bunch of people on the right, and so this guy was in front of me, and he wasn't really passing anybody, and generally, like, everybody kind of knows the rules. If somebody's coming up behind you and you're in the fast lane, you move over to the left to allow them to pass. Well, he wasn't doing that. And so I got like close enough to him, not like obscenely close or anything for him to realize that it was time to move over, but he never did that. And I was in a rush because I had to get to my friend's surprise birthday party. And so I decided, well, there's some room to the right. So I'm just going to go around him and continue on my way. Well, he decided, uh, he apparently got mad at me for some reason. I'm not completely sure why. He decided that he really didn't want me to pass. And so as soon as I started speeding up to move around him, he decided he was also going to start speeding up. And we just kind of had like this little battle that was completely unnecessary because it was fine. And I didn't have any hard feelings towards him. It was just like, well, I'll just go around you, no problem. Um, and then he just made like this really big deal out of it. And then once I got back over, he tried to like, zoom up and come around me and try to yell at me and it was just this big ordeal that he made himself look like a complete ass to be completely frank and so i don't know exactly what i did to to tweak his ego but i must have and i could see i could see his ego burning down especially as 
at one point I was back in the fast lane and he decided for some reason, even though he was way behind me uh, and there were several cars in between us, he was going to get back in the right lane and try to speed past me again. For some reason, I don't see why he needed to do that. Um, but as soon as he got up to me, there was a car in front of him and he had to slam on his brakes and then he fell away behind me. And I'm sure that was very embarrassing. So anyway, long story short, the egos of many of the toxic male traits within our lives are, are burning. And if you haven't been seeing it, I'm sure that now that I've said this, you will start to see it in, in, in many cases within uh, the lives of the men around you. Maybe even some within yourself, if you are a male, you might see, you might start to experience these, uh, like, I can't think of a better word, but like tweaks to your ego where somebody just kind of like pushes and for some reason you get really upset and you don't completely understand why, but it triggers you. It triggers you into anger and it's, it's your ego. It's your ego burning. And so many of us, even many of the women are, are having their egos burnt too. But I guess I just wanted to say that it's something that's really notable within society right now. And it's, it's huge in pop culture as well. Um, not just the, the decline of the toxic masculinity, but also the rise of the divine feminine, which was what this whole point was about. So I know Beth uh, mentioned a song when we were talking about this yesterday by Billie Eilish. I actually don't know the song. I don't really listen to Billie Eilish. The Billie Eilish song, All the Good Girls Go to Hell, speaks to God being a woman. She says, even God herself has enemies. And then the Ariana Grande song as well talks about God being a woman. It's just been something that we're seeing literally all over the place. Yeah, exactly. And there's this show that my partner and I started watching called The, uh, Mar the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, so if you watch it, I think it's on Amazon Prime. It might be the only place that it's actually shown. Um, if you haven't seen it before, like quick synopsis is this woman in like the 1950s, 1960s. She's like 26, uh, basically the perfect housewife. She has a husband and two young kids. Um, and the first episode, her husband leaves her. So no big shocker there um, with me revealing any, any, um, anything big that happens in the show. Um, but it's all about her as a woman in this time period becoming a comedian. And a lot of it is like her mom and her family members being like, you have to get back together with your husband. You, you can't get a divorce. That'll look terrible on this family. You can't be a, a comedian as a female. You'll never make it. And that's ridiculous. You should be staying home with your kids. You should be making meals for your husband. And she is like, screw all of that. No. And I am somebody who, uh, I am somebody who is very attracted to certain shows and movies based on what is happening in the collective. And I don't know if that like makes any sense at all, but basically I feel like I'm very, I, I feel like I'm led to watch certain things and then I see it within my life or within the lives of, the lives of people around me. And this is one of those things where I could see her rise of her divine feminine goddess within her in a TV show that was set back in the 19, like 50s or 60s, you know? So we are seeing it so often and 
we're seeing it everywhere within our culture right now. And it's just so exciting because this is what we have been waiting for for so long as women. And it's something that has to happen within our society in order for us to be able to move into the new earth. It's the only way that it's going to happen is if divine feminine and the sacred masculine are finally in balance. And that moves us right into number three is remaining faithful in the face of adversity. And this is speaking directly to the fear mindset that is really being amplified on our planet. We touched on this a little earlier. You don't need me to tell you that right now on planet earth, things are kind of a mess. It really is in kind of a state of mass hysteria. Um, social media is pretty wild to be on right now. Yeah. There's some pretty interesting um, theories coming out of the woodwork and people are having a very hard time um, digesting what's taking place on our planet with whether it be the virus, uh, the incredible wildfires that impacted Australia for months and literally decimated thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of acres. Uh, there is no shortage of crisis that is taking place, and that can be scary as hell. There's no sugarcoating it. Um, it can be a lot. And social media is a blessing in many ways. <clears throat> Thank God for it, because we're more united now than we've ever been before. And it's laying the groundwork that will serve in so many ways to connect us into bridging that gap. However, it is also used as a tool of fear, and fear separates, my friends. Fear constricts, fear forces us into solitude, and it's not healthy for us to engage in fear. Fear has kept us safe, and there is, of course, a need for it. I am not saying that there's not. However, when we feed into this, and that is what's happening on our planet. That's why if you go to Oshkosh, Wisconsin right now and try to buy toilet paper at Walmart, you won't find any. That's why if you go to Walmart right now, there's so the soap aisle is cleared out too. There is a lot of fear being kicked up right now. What happens every single time before some major frickin' breakthrough? Shit hits the fan does and spirit keeps bringing up the proverbial fan is what they say and that is what is taking place right now there is so much getting kicked up do your best not to feed into it do your best to stay safe and to keep your family safe mm -hmm. and do your best to keep your head out of this mess because there is a process taking place that wants you to be afraid. It wants you to be easily manipulated. That's the whole point of having mass hysteria. Do your best to plug into resources and activities that are going to serve you. And that does not mean completely unplugging from the world and becoming a hermit. I'm not telling anybody to stay unconnected to social media. I know that really bothers a lot of people when I choose to share that the news isn't something that I'm you know, readily watching all the time. There is a lot that is streamed through news sources that isn't healthy to watch. It is important to plug into things right now that are going to serve you. 
And once again, this doesn't mean, you know, unplugging completely and removing yourself so far that it becomes unhealthy for you as an individual. It, it means being cautious when you need to be cautious and moving through life in the way that you know best to at this point. Choose to plug into things that are going to serve you. You know, whether this means putting on a really beautiful piece of music, if you're finding yourself overwhelmed, maybe taking a drive, you know, getting out of the city for a while and taking a walk in the woods, all of these things you will find will serve you in quieting down that fear mindset because it is cranked right now. It is cranked full volume and it's cranked full volume because there is something that's taking place. Doing what you can to get you back into the seat of control and get you back into the seat of knowing that everything is going according to plan, contrary to what social media and the news outlets are begging you to believe because conspiracy theories or not, it is not hard to tell and it's not hard to see that there is so much manipulation in play right now my friends do not feed into it don't give it even a moment of your time do what you can to keep yourself safe and do the best of your ability to move forward in a way that feels aligned with you because in doing that you are bringing forward your light worker medicine into this world your unique medicine corresponds with your natural wants and desires in this life. Focus on that. Focus on that and you are doing your part in this shift. And so I felt like that was needed to say that we needed to come forth and at least touch on that today because there is, there's a lot of kick up right now. But if you can do your best to remain in a seat of control and remain in a state of peace, you are going to find that this transition is much easier on you than if you feed into all of the chaos that is streaming about our planet right now. Because Lord knows, it's, there's plenty. There's plenty to take from. And so <laughs> do your best to remain calm and to move forward with the assuredness that everything really is going according to plan. And our fourth and final point is all about synchronicities. So we're calling this one synchronicities continued because we often talk about the synchronicities that we're experiencing. So this energy point is going to be more of a mod podge of several things that Beth and I have been experiencing that the people around us have been experiencing that we wanted to share because we believe that you will also resonate with it. So the first one is animal connections. So my story here is that I recently went to Home Depot, probably two days ago, and I was walking through the aisles. If you don't have a Home Depot near you or you've never been to one, they're awesome. They allow you to bring your dogs in. I don't have a dog, but I really, really, really would love to. My apartment doesn't let me have one, but I am somebody who absolutely adores them and I've always had a really great connection with them. However, it is exponentially increased. So my partner and I were walking down an aisle. There was a, a man with a dog and on the vest of the dog, it said, I'm special. And so I recognized that it was some sort of special needs dog. I uh, wasn't going to go up and pet it or anything like that uh, because I was trying my best to be respectful, even though I really, really, really wanted to. And 
So we're standing there and we're looking at different stain because we're going to stain our coffee table. And this dog comes running up to me. And I look at the owner and I'm like, is it okay if I pet him? And he's like, oh, absolutely not a problem. And I'm petting this dog and it's actually a girl. Her name's Myla. And, and her owner was like, Myla, you got to come back. Uh, you know, like these people don't want to pet you, like come over here. And she would not listen. This dog would not leave me alone. And it was the absolute best thing in the entire world. Because what an animal loves on you like that, that is just such a good feeling. But anyway, he was like, I'm so sorry. She is never like this. She never doesn't, like, she never disobeys me. If I call her over, she always comes. And he kept trying to do that, but she just would not leave me alone. And she would just wanted me to keep petting her. It was so wonderful. So I have been noticing this with dogs, with cats, with all different animals. There's just such an increased connection right now. And it's so beautiful. And I think that it's speaking on these relationships that we're going to have in the future when we're when we've moved into the new earth. I think there's going to be such a like a beautifully divine connection between us and with animals. And we're just starting to see glimpses of that now. So if you've been experiencing this, this connection, this raised connection, you're not alone and it's super exciting. Keep going with it because I think it's going to turn into something really cool. Another thing I wanted to mention was how people have been seeing different things. And I don't really have a better word than things for them. But to explain what I'm saying, I think a lot of people have been noticing orbs for one, like spirit orbs. Uh, where you see like kind of like balls of energy shoot across the room. We see them often out of the corner of our eyes. I have seen so many people talking about an increased amount of orbs that they've been seeing, increased amount of spirit lights they've been seeing um, on Facebook, on social media. People are talking about it everywhere. Another thing that I noticed a couple nights ago was out of the corner of my eye, I saw uh, three little red lights that were kind of formed in a circle flying outside my window. And this is something I've never seen before, but I noted it. And then the next day I went on Facebook. I didn't say anything to anybody. The next morning I went on Facebook and somebody else posted saying that they were seeing little red lights flying around as well. And I, you know, and I think it's just letting us know that spirit is here and that like we've been talking about this entire episode, things are changing big, massive change is on the horizon. And we are not alone here. They are here to help us. And they're just letting us know, giving us signs. And the final point I wanted to make about uh, this energy point is that a lot of people are experiencing different body symptoms and detox symptoms, uh, kind of almost like an increase in them the past couple of days. So this morning, Beth and I spent several hours talking about everything we're experiencing. That's often how we get these energy points is we correlate things within our lives that are happening and the people that we talk to individually. And we see what's happening within the collective. And I was sitting there and my back started like vibrating and it felt like I was sitting in one of those massage chairs like, you know, that people used to have in like the early 2000s. I haven't seen one in a long time, but my grandma used to have one and I used to love to sit on it when I was a little kid. And it vibrates like your butt and your back. And it was like rolling down my back vibrations and pressure. And it was something that I've never felt before on an energetic level. 
And these are just like, it's just one example of something that people are starting to experience. And again, these are just signs and synchronicities that we are on the right path and that we're moving forward in a really positive way and that change is coming, change is happening. And all we need to do is continue forward step by step and doing the absolute best that you can to move forward as things are changing around us. And that is all that we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We do come out with episodes every single week, so be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes. We also do have a virtual summit called How to Navigate Your Soul's Awakening that will be coming up in just a couple weeks here. So in the summit, we will be showcasing nearly 20 spiritual entrepreneurs who are so excited to share their expertise with you. So if you are interested in that, be sure to sign up. That will be linked in the description box. Thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.